I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Schools and childcare facilities closed in Ireland March 12th. That's almost three months where parents and young children have navigated around homeschooling. Three months of stressed out parents working from home whilst taking care of young children and three months of parents deciding to leave work due to lack of childcare. Now, whilst COVID-19 is tough on all of us, it is having a huge impact on families, particularly children, and with a lot of uncertainty over when childcare facilities will reopen and how on earth they are going to operate under social distancing seeing restrictions and HSE guidelines it's fair to say that parents are anxious about sending their children back to creche and in fact judging from a survey carried out by Baby.Club Parenting Community many parents require more reassurance that returning their kids to creche is in fact safe. Joining me now to tell us this, uh, to tell us the results of the findings and to discuss this is parenting expert from Baby.Club Laura Erskine. How are you doing Laura? Hello, good afternoon. Now, three months, Laura, of struggle, juggling childcare, working from home, uh, you know, homeschooling. It's fair to say that uh, parents and children have been put under a lot of stress in COVID-19, isn't that it? They certainly have. And in particular, uh, while homeschooling has been really tough, those parents that are trying to work from home while having children under the age of five, um, rocking around the house, joining mm. into Zoom calls, not sleeping when they're supposed to sleep, um, has been very stressful for, for parents who've been trying to work. And, and that's where we have really missed our our childminding and creche facilities. But uh, the idea of returning our children to these facilities, while so much is still unknown as to how they will operate, is something that's definitely worrying the baby doc parents. In fact, over half of of the parents in the community are saying that they're going to wait until September Mm. before they return their children to creche. And that's because they want to see whether the new suggestions by the HSE are going to actually work in practice, whether the COVID cases, whether there will be any COVID cases arising from creche. Um, And that's a big concern. You know, only one in 10 want to return their children uh, to their crash at the end of June when they're allowed to open. Um, a quarter of parents are saying that they want to wait for a vaccine before even considering a crash. Oh God, yeah, that's not an option for a lot of people. And uh, can I just say at the outset of this, actually, be, that um, as you mentioned as well, Laura, you know, for parents like me who use crashes, we are absolutely missing our crashes. We know how hard, you know, our crash workers work and how our crash owners are, you know, so stressed beyond belief about, you know, what they're going to do when, when things open, all of that. Uh, and, you know, we, we are dying to get our children back, but there is 
the worry there. So I just wanted to, to, to stress that at the outset. But, you know, I think for myself and my husband, this has been a, a discussion that's gone back and forth, back and forth. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it's good to know in some ways that we're not alone in this. So only one in 10 are thinking of sending their children back in June. And I would imagine that is people who have no choice. Yes. That's exactly it. Um, and and it really is that situation where they absolutely have no other choice, no other options. And we have to remember that we can't rely on grandparents and relatives to bridge the gap like we mm. would have done, um, you know, if we were stuck in the past where, uh, you know, we, we now have to be so careful uh, of vulnerable members of society, um, uh, in particular grandparents. Uh, and so we can't lean on them. And, and the thing is, is that while, while we all trust our creches in that you know the childcare workers work really hard we know that they're going that they really they really miss our children just as much as our children miss their friends and going and we miss having them there for us and it really is going to be a bit of a steep learning curve in terms of in practice how it's going to work we've we've heard quite a a bit over the weekend where there was some late decisions and and guidelines uh, came out of cabinet on Friday evening just before the bank holiday weekend kicked in and that's where they spoke about this Norwegian model of pods whereby children will be there will be two carers to uh, to whatever the, the appropriate ratio of children normally is um, for for children in care, depending on what their age their age is, um, and that's where those children will only be allowed to interact with those carers and with the children in their pod, and and in that way, what they're trying to do is limit the spread of infection, um, but also um, to enable contact tracing to efficiently take place should a COVID case arise in a crash, so that we can categorically say, look, we know that it's only these six families who are affected um, and and be able to, I suppose, minimise the impact on the wider community. Uh, that you know, it's a good idea. It's a good idea in, in principle, Laura, but are, are Irish creches, you know, equipped for this? That's an awful lot of uh, more expense on creches that are already stretched to the max as well. Absolutely. It is more expensive because the Norwegian model relies on outdoor mm. play as much as possible. And looking at the creches in and around the cities uh, and suburbs, they all have, have a small play area where children are staggered their outside free play time so that children, um, you know, are, aren't on top of one another. And that's going to be the case now even more so with these these restrictions uh, to prevent COVID. Uh, and so how, how they're all going to play outdoors and, and remain within their pod is is yet to be seen. It's going to be very difficult on, on crash workers um, and indeed the facilities. Uh, the only thing that they're hoping is, in one way, is that not everybody's going to return straight away. So yes. they'll be able to, to um, I suppose, you know, learn on the go in terms of, of how it's going to work in practice, make adjustments to their facilities. And um, they're talking about having partitions in rooms to prevent children from passing from one pod to another. Um, and then also that any any toys that children play with must be completely washable. So that means then that jigsaws, unless they're of the wooden variety, um, have to be, you know, they couldn't be used because they're, they might be made of heavy cardboard rather than being able to be wiped down properly and disinfected and that everything would be disinfected at the beginning and the end of every day. Regular hand washing would take place. Um, the the HSE have said, or the government, the 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 Minister for Children has said that the creche workers will not have to wear masks when with the children, but they will have to wear masks when interacting with one another and with parents. 
Right. Now that's a little bit more comforting because I didn't like this idea really of the childcare worker wearing the mask all of the time. There's only so much, you know, pretending that we're doctors and nurses, Laura, that you could kind of, you know, get away with under that situation. So, you know, in that way, that's kind of a little bit of a relief maybe. It is, because we did find that a third of, of, of the baby doc parents were worried that the face coverings would in fact frighten their children mm. and make it more difficult for them to settle back in. And um, so, so that is that is definitely a big relief. However, there are concerns that the children won't settle in because of other issues in that their friends may not um, be, be going back, so there won't be familiar faces. The the other, the childcare workers themselves, a lot of the bigger chains of, of crashes had a lot of non-nationals working in them and um, all qualified uh, mm. workers but just not um, of Irish origin and so when the pandemic uh, came into effect their first reaction was to go home to their own family. Of course, yeah, yeah. like any of us so, would, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we have got, you know, some children who maybe have been very attached to their childcare worker um, and so... If and they're not longer not here, there, yeah, yeah. Uh, then that's going to pose a difficulty for settling in that child. Um, and that is a big concern for for, for, uh, for parents is that they won't be able to, not only will they not recognise familiar faces in the workers, but also their, their friends who may not be returning at the same time or may not be in the same pod um, and the fact that they've been out of as you said at the beginning of this segment they've been out of, of the environment for, for 12 weeks mm. and by the time they go into the crash it'll be four months um, at the end of June and so you know that, that's a lifetime in, in Oh that in is a lifetime and I, I, I predict world. lots of tantrums Laura that is for sure but you know are you worried as well and are the parents worried that the warmth of the crash environment is going to be gone? You know, yeah. with all these kind of barriers in places, you're mentioning masks, you know, uh, you're in a pod now, you have to, don't go down there, you can't go here, You there's screens in place. Like, you know, what happens when a child falls and they need to be cuddled like a crash worker, you know, would normally before all this? Like, is the warmth from the crash going to be gone, do you think? Unfortunately, I do think it will be. And um, what they're saying now uh, from the government is that uh, they are going to need uh, parents are going to need to give um, child care uh, providers express written consent that their child can be hugged by a child care worker. Mm. Um, so that's something that obviously a lot of parents will give, but it's really putting the onus back on the parent, which increases the worry that if they yeah. need to give written consent, then there must be a problem, that this is going to be potentially an issue. Um, in fact, 96% of the Baby Doc Club parents said that they were worried that if their child got, got upset that they wouldn't be comforted physically. Mm. Um, and that was a big concern in terms of sending them back. And, and and absolutely, you can understand that. So you know that it's going to be a difficult readjustment. They can't bring in um, comforters and soothers from home. So whatever uh, is Oh, Laura, I've just had in. a panic attack now when you say oh, that no. because we yeah. have a, a... Now, listen, it's been weaned out slowly but surely, but we have a comforter that more or less comes everywhere with us. And that that is... I hadn't thought of that till you just said it. So that's going to be that's going to be an issue. But, you know, what about for parents as well? Because, you know, there's a huge number number of parents surveyed um, that are worried that they won't be able to continue juggling work from home and the lack of childcare for much longer will impact on their jobs. Do you think employers out there will have to be more understanding when it comes to working parents, perhaps shorter hours or being allowed to take time off if in fact their child is sick because you won't be able to send them to the creche? 
I, I absolutely, and I think what needs to happen is that there needs to be legislation to protect workers in those circumstances because really there is no alternative. If a child becomes ill, they certainly won't be allowed to go into crash if they pick mm. something up that's non-COVID. Um, you know, we're all going to be more mindful than ever that um, any sort of um, infection won't be tolerated within a crash and they'll have very strict guidelines around when the child will be allowed back. So yes, government, uh, you know, government is going to need to back employees um, in, in terms of being able to make those essential parenting decisions when there really is no other alternative. In fact, you know, 87% of baby doc club parents said that the government should should introduce a new tax credit for workers um, who, who decide to actually employ childcare in their own home because mm. they just think that the risk is too great in, in terms of putting them back into a crash environment. But they, a lot of parents benefit from the National Child Care Subsidy Scheme um, and at the moment that doesn't extend itself to childcare workers come into your home so maybe there needs to be something put in place there for those circumstances and then the fact that maybe you know the in terms of, of actually lifting those restrictions for all businesses reopening their physical offices to, to non-essential workers that perhaps we should wait until we've got the childcare bit sorted yeah. before we actually lift those uh, restrictions because certainly there will be pressure there and even if it's not said by an employer to an employee. Every employee is going to be worried when they, you know, that if they don't return to work in a normal, more normal capacity, mm. that they're putting their job at risk and that's the income to their household. And so they're going to try and make it work in any way they can, but they really do need the support of their employer. And I think that the government are going to have to do something to encourage that support and maybe perhaps to call out employers who aren't supporting it. I know that there, there was a report that announced today about free legal aid that, uh, that they've received a 60% increase in calls from employees who are worried um, about, about whether they've been tra- treated fairly by their employer in the in the current uh, COVID environment. And so obviously, you know, we're going to have to be, the employers are going to have to be very uh, careful that they don't uh, breach any employees' rights, but equally employees um, are, are keen to, um, they're keen to get back to work in, in a safe way. Uh, uh, but they have to remember that, that many of them are, are parents first and while income is very important, um, they can't neglect the needs of their children. Well, this, so the, this is the thing. Is flexibility is absolutely key. So, you know, for, for the vast majority of parents that you've you've surveyed there, majority, it seems, are going to wait till September. That seems to be kind of, I suppose, safest option maybe for a lot of people. But for those who are struggling, you know, with the juggle right now, support and help and advice is out there for, for them on Baby.Club, isn't it there, there Laura? Absolutely, yes. We have, we have our social following on, on Facebook and Instagram and then the baby.club.ie website. Um, and I suppose for those who are considering that child crash isn't the answer, then it's, it's time to perhaps start looking at childcare workers. And I know there's lots of, of websites out there and communities uh, whereby, you know, they, they actually you're able to put in, get in touch with local childminders. And local childminders are permitted as part of the phased um restrictions lifting that at the end of of uh, June they will be allowed to come into your home so um, I suppose your listeners shouldn't be concerned that they're in some way breaching mm. um, the government protocols. Perfect to listen Laura as always thank you so so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.